You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Third and final hour here at BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez, moments away from being jo- uh, joined by the coach, James Young, analyst for SportsGrid. More breaking news, though, on the show, J-Rod. The Ravens have found their offensive coordinator. They have hired Todd Munkin from Georgia to come run their offense. So uh, as a Ravens fan, I'm just hoping that this is the guy that Lamar wanted. And uh, it, it'll bring them back, and they can find a nice long-term extension. Seems like it's more of the same, though, right? Not exactly someone who's who can, can design an offense to Lamar's strengths, and you know, it's just one of the same, right? Just cookie cutter. Yeah, you know, I watch a lot of college football. Munkin's a pass-first guy. You know, when you think of Georgia, you think of running football, physical, but they threw it a good amount with Stetson Bennett. And I just, you know, I wanted somebody creative, some young, exciting offensive coordinator that kind of can build this thing with Lamar. Munkin's 57 years old. It just kind of feels like the normal kind of guy that the Ravens go for, whether it's Greg Roman or it's Marty Morningwig, it's Cam Cameron, it's Mark Tressman. Like, those are the guys that have been their OCs through the years. Just feels like he's kind of of that ilk. But, again, all I can do is hope that this is the guy Lamar wanted and uh, he re-signs because that's, that's priority number one at the end of the day, J-Rod, is get number eight back as quarterback. Sign him to and a long-term those, deal. And get those preseason wins for, for, us, for us betters with the Ravens and their obnoxiously good preseason numbers. So Yes, they are. Yes, they are. All right, let's check in with the coach, James Young, analyst for SportsGrid, who's joining us on the buythephoenix.com Guest line, James Young, Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. Coach, always great seeing you. Uh, We've got a lot of news in basketball, whether it's college or in the NBA. We'll start in the NBA. I want to know your reaction when you saw Kyrie Irving go to the Mavericks and when you saw Kevin Durant go to the Suns. Well, let's start with Kyrie. Joe Sy and his infinite wisdom said, anybody but the Lakers. And and you're right. He didn't want to take care of them. And why would he want to with all the mess that Kyrie did with that franchise? So if you look at what they got back, you know, Finney Smith, you know, they got some pieces. We'll, we'll get to the Nets overall. But more on the Dallas side, to me, Dallas should have kept Jalen Brunson. Now, we understand why Jalen Brunson didn't want to stay. He wanted to be the guy. But Dallas is best, guys, especially Luka, 
in a two-point guard attack where you can put Luka on the second side of the floor, have Kyrie now come off a pick and roll. If you don't have it, throw the Luka the other side of the floor, and they can't load up. Or on the flip side, Luka brings the ball up, Kyrie goes to the other side of the floor, and now you got to be worried about Kyrie and his scoring acumen. So to me, it makes sense for Dallas in the guard spot. My concern with them, honestly, is, is Christian Wood is a great scorer, not a great defender. I don't trust Dwight Powell. We'll see what happens with uh, LaMarcus Aldridge, who I do believe, I think, yesterday had a tryout and maybe looking to sign with Dallas to give them front court depth. Now let's go to Phoenix. Man, when my phone, I looked at that at 2.30, you know when you wake up, you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and you and you like, and you you like look at your phone, and you're like, like, what? Like, did I see that right? Great job by James Jones. Number one, he made the trade, and he didn't include Aiden and Bridges in the trade. If I were the Nets, I would have found a way to ask for both and expand the deal, maybe throw in Joe Harris or something to try and make the numbers work. But. If you look at the NBA guys, and it's a big three-point shooting league, you guys know as well as anybody, in the playoffs, it ain't three-point shots because they're going to run at you and run you off the line. You have to have guys that have the ability to make a mid-range shot. Shot fake, one-two dribble, pull up, get to about 16, 17 feet. Who's better than Kevin Durant at that? No one in the NBA at 6'11 with over seven-foot wingspan. Who's a better guard than Devin Booker at that? No one. Devin Booker to me is the best mid-range game shooter, in my opinion, since Rip Hamilton. A little bit different, though. Rip was a screen guy. Booker is more of a create-off-the-bounce kind of guy. But then you get the high pick-and-roll with DeAndre Ayton and Chris Paul. you got to get the big man going. He's been fantastic as of late. But don't sleep on TJ Warren coming off the bench. Warren, Shamit, some of those guys, I like this, and they should be rightfully so the favorites right now to come out of the West. So, Coach, when you look at the West, you know, if you're if you're the Nuggets or you're the Grizzlies and, shoot, even the Kings that are, that are surprising everybody as, as the third seed, are, are you really that worried about Phoenix? Because I, I don't think – I mean, I think they're great. I, I just – I think there's a Chris Paul factor for, for good or for bad. He can never seem to get a team over the hump, and maybe that's unfair, but that's just the, the case. I, to me, it's Denver's it, it conference to lose. What does what does Phoenix have to do? I mean, they, I think they've got all the, the check marks. They've got a great coach. They've got a great organization. Seems the ownership now is, is, has settled down there. Can they really do this, and, and can Denver or Memphis hold them off? I said, and it is very great question, Jared. If you look what I said, I said that they should be the favorites. I don't know if they come out of the West. I actually think yeah, it's Denver. And, and and here's why: number one, good luck going up to that place and playing four times in a seven-game series with that altitude. Good luck with Nikolai Jokic, who now ready for this, folks, doesn't need to get you 35 points a night because he's got Jamal Murray. Remember, remember, people talk about the bubble. Y'all forget Jamal Murray in the bubble a couple of years ago and the numbers he was putting up? Yeah, I think so. Then you add someone like Michael Porter Jr., who is healthy. Now, he's got to stay healthy. But, guys, it's more than that. Aaron Gordon, who was the number two scorer, is your number four scorer. Perfect for him. Run the floor. Occasional jump shot. Defender. Rebounder. Junkyard dog kind of player. 
KCP has experience knocking down threes. But then it's the bench, guys. It's, it's Jeff Green off the bench. It's Bruce Brown off the bench. And do not sleep on them getting Reggie Jackson as a pickup now. Almost a flip-flop for him and Bones Highland. Reggie Jackson understands his role. I think Bones Highland wanted more of a role. And Reggie can flat-out score. I actually think it should be Denver coming out of the West. And really quick, when it comes to the Grizzlies, come on, Ja. I mean, goddamn, bro. You, you open up your damn mouth. We ain't scared of nobody. Boy, you need to be scared now. You see who's in the West? You see what Denver's doing? You see what the Clippers are doing? I mean, I know they're frauds, but even the Lakers, what they're doing, if LeBron decides to show up and play, that West is loaded. Ja, I got you. I love how you, you have that confidence. Boy, keep that mess to yourself and the teammates and stop trying to bring the smoke to everybody. Well said, Coach. That's a great point, too, about Reggie Jackson to Denver. That was kind of an underrated move, but he's going to give them a lot off the bench. Wanted to throw one more NBA question at you before we go to college hoops. The Toronto Raptors, were you surprised that they weren't sellers at the deadline? Absolutely. I felt like they were at a crossroads, and they went left instead of turning right. You still got Trent, and you got Van Fleet that are free agents. You have OG not happy with the role. There's talk sometimes that some of these guys aren't getting along with Nick Nurse. And then if you look at the East, you obviously have the big three of Philadelphia, Boston, Milwaukee are way better. You have to look at Cleveland. And I'll say this really quickly. The under the radar deal nationally that's not getting it where I'm from is Josh Hart to the Knicks. That is a game changer. The New York grit, the glue, the defense, the smart play, and when R.J. Barrett's acting like an idiot, like last night, you put him on the bench. You play Josh Hart big minutes. Shrewd trade by the Knicks. Toronto, I get Jakob Pertl, but I think they should have gotten rid of some of these guys and started to reload. All right, Coach, let's move over to the college game now. Now, I, I'm an L.A. kid, but I live in Miami. been here for almost a decade now, and I love getting on your Twitter feed and seeing you preach the gospel of hurricane basketball. You are sold. You are a believer in Larinaga and company. <laughs> yes, sir. Listen, J-Rod, he has gotten so disrespected as a coach over the years. Folks, look at me. He took George Mason to the Final Four. George Mason. Go look at that roster and go look at DTB. He's gone to Miami. And think about this, J-Rod. Miami was a football school first, a, you know, a baseball school second. Basketball was like fifth. You could argue Miami's a basketball school until Mario Cristobal turns it around, and I do believe he will. I love Jim Laranega. Personally, guys, I think Miami is the best team in the ACC with the way they got the bigs and they can neutralize. And I told people they were going to beat Carolina because they had the bigs and the size to neutralize Baycott. And good luck checking those two guards. Man, Peck and Wong, they may be the best backcourt in the country that nobody talks about. Coach, I've been saying that for weeks, and I'm telling people right now when conference championship week starts, Miami to win the ACC is going to be one of my favorite bets because you know Virginia's going to have better odds, Carolina Duke's going to have better odds, and I think Miami's the best team. I agree with you in the ACC. I, Let's go ahead. Real, real quick, sorry. You know 
Tony Bennett don't want to see that. Go look at the track record of Miami versus Virginia lately. They beat their tails in. I love the Miami Hurricanes. Right with you, Coach. Now another team who's been great this year, new number one team in the country, Alabama Crimson Tide. Two-part question for you. Do you think as of right now, Bama's the best team in college hoops? And what are you thinking about this Bama-Tennessee matchup tomorrow night in Knoxville? I do not think they're the best team in the country. Uh, even though they won the matchup, I still think it's Houston because of the way they play and the defense and the rebounding and the leadership and the making the free throws, they are as good as anybody. I just think people look at Houston's schedule and say, they're in the American. It doesn't matter. That team should have won it last year if Marcus Sasser doesn't get hurt. Now, when you come to tomorrow night, whoo-wee, buckle up and be ready for some damn defense. I think this is a great matchup. This is the two best teams in uh, the SEC. I'm sorry, Cal. Y'all, your ship has started to sail. You may need to be, you and Bayhide need to have a little chit-chat. It may be time to, you know, hit the road. Now, when, I, when it comes down to it, I think it's a great matchup. Two great coaches. People are talking a lot about Alabama's number one team. But I'll tell you this. Do not sleep on Tennessee. Rick Barnes doesn't get the credit he deserves because he can't win the big one. They are dynamic. They are fantastic defensively. And I will say this. Think about this. He was at Providence and he was at Texas. He coached Kevin Durant in college. Ready? This is the best team Rick Barnes has ever coached. They have a legitimate mm. chance, as well as Alabama, to get to the Final Four. I love it. I love it. Coach, Coach is slinging some good stuff today. <laughs> All right, so we see at BetMGM, we see Houston is, is, the, is the favorite to win the cha national championship. Then it's Alabama. And then you go Purdue, Arizona, Kansas, UCLA, Baylor. In that group, other than Houston or Alabama, who's got, who's, who would be your pick to win the national championship? Baylor's coming, y'all, and they're getting healthy. They're, they're getting healthy. And now that they're healthy, they can fight you any different way you want. You want to run with them? Bring it. You want to walk it up? Bring it. You want to man them? Bring it. You want to press them? Bring it. It don't matter what's got true. Okay? So to me, that is a team that I love. I will say this. I am so fading Purdue. Okay? Same. And I'm two reasons Same, why. coach. Number Purdue. one. Same. Or don't. No. <laughs> or Number one, Matt Painter. When has he ever done it in a big spot? Number two, he can't even run the table in a bad, I'm going to say it, a bad and maybe the worst Big Ten collection of teams in the history of that league. Okay? That's saying something. Oof. And three, their style with a dominant big with guards who cannot shoot the ball consistently enough is not going to win you a national championship. If you couldn't win with Edie playing 20 minutes, Trayvon Williams playing 20 minutes, and Jaden goddamn Ivy as your point guard, don't tell me now this year they're going to come win a national championship. I don't even know guys based on their matchup if they make it to the Sweet 16. Mm. Coach, I, I you're, you're just preaching. I could not agree more with you at all. If they couldn't beat St. Peter's last year when their tallest player was 6'8 with Edie, what are they going to do this year? That's what I've been telling people. So great you get stuff up on, there. You get, you get up on their guards and you pressure them and you make the big boy become neutralized. They're, they're not that good. There are other teams too, though. But let's be honest. Arizona, it's a team that – it can go back and forth, guys. 
if they decide to go to go inside to those two monsters, well, I want to check their goddamn birth certificates as I was a coach. They were 25 and 30 years old. They're like they're like grown men, you know what I'm saying? I think if they go inside and pound it inside, they're great Arizona. But I'm gonna give you a team that's starting to make their move out east. We got five I, seconds, coach. Five seconds. Creighton. Look at Creighton. They're a value play right now. Love that. James Young, analyst for Sports Grid. Great seeing you, Coach. Thanks for the insight. We will be right back. P.J. Glasser, Jim Rodriguez. Get him, Coach. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily.